I would like to take just a moment today to talk to you um, from the book of Mark chapter number two. And I, I want to ask you today if you were to give me a list of qualities of what it means to be a good friend or what qualities you would look for in a friend, what, what, what characteristics, what qualities you know, would, would come up in your mind? Maybe you would say that they're trustworthy, they're loyal, maybe they're you know, have a good personality. Maybe they're, maybe they're funny. Maybe, you know, there's somebody that, that you can call when uh, you're having things go on in your life. You know, what makes a good friend? Well, friends, when I, I think about, you know, what makes a good friend, I want friends that are going to lead me closer to Jesus. Now, that's not saying that I, I don't have friends that um, are lost. Of course I do. And of course, um, you know, just being a minister of the gospel, I think it's important to, uh, to have friends that do not know Jesus in order to always cultivate relationships that seek to win people to Jesus. And we'll see that that's even kind of a way that Jesus did life as he ate with tax collectors and sinners. But, but I want to be in a group of friends that, you know, are always leading me closer to, not further away from Jesus. Well, in Mark chapter 2, we have just an interesting story that takes place. And what we see in this text uh, that we're going to read today are four people who we could say are true friends. Because these four people bring someone to Jesus who otherwise could not have gotten to Jesus on their own. So let's read together this afternoon, Mark chapter two, beginning in verse number one. When Jesus entered Capernaum again after some days, it was reported that he was at home. So we're back in Capernaum now. Jesus um, is, is back at the home of probably Simon, uh, where he healed the mother, his mother-in-law, Simon's mother-in-law there. And, and now Jesus is back in that place. And there are all these people, the Bible says, gathered together and there was no more room, not even in the doorway. So just a scene similar to what we saw last week in Mark chapter one, where they're all, you know, pounding down the doors to heal the disease, to, to heal the fever and to do all, to cast out demons. So they're just, you know, just kind of pounding the door here. And the Bible says that, that, that he was speaking a message to them. Then they came to him bringing a paralytic carried by four men. Since they were not able to bring him to Jesus because of the crowd, they removed the roof from where he was, above where he was, and when they had broken through, they lowered the mat on which the paralytic was lying. Now just think about this. Here's a paralyzed man. He can't get up. He can't walk. He can't get to Jesus on his own. What does he need? He needs someone to bring him to Jesus. Well, good news for him. He's got four really good friends who what? Had heard and had been told and possibly even had saw with their own eyes the miracles that Jesus had been doing in and around Capernaum. 
And so they go down to the place where the paralyzed man is and they pick him up on his mat. This would have been the place where this guy had been laying for an unbeknownst number of years. And here he is. They bring this paralyzed man back. And upon getting to the house, there's so many people there that they can't get through the door. So somebody, some ingenious person in the group says, I'm desperate. I've got to get my friend to Jesus. And so they bust a hole in the roof and they lower him down into the room where this man is now lying at the feet of Jesus, which begs the question, what are you willing to do to ensure that your friends make it to the feet of Jesus? What are you willing to do to ensure that your friends hear the life-saving message of the Lord Jesus Christ? What are you willing to give that, 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 that somebody that you know comes to the Lord Jesus Christ in saving faith. You, you know, I asked you a moment ago, I said, I said, what are, what are qualities? What are, what are characteristics you're looking for in a true friend? Let me, let me kind of pop it back at you and just say it like this. What kind of friend are you? Are you a, are you the type of friend that that you know it's, it's, it's all about, hey, I'm the funnest guy in the group, or I'm a good friend because I'm trustworthy, or I'm a good friend because I don't gossip. I'm, I'm always here if, my, if somebody needs to talk, that's me. I'm, you know, th this is the type of friend I am. Friends, no, listen to me. If you want to be a good friend, the greatest friend you can ever be to someone is to say, hey, let me take you to a place you've never been before because you can't make it there yourself. Let me take you to Jesus. And then you take out the book and you, you begin to come through the Gospels and you begin to come through the Scriptures and you begin to show your friends what it means to be a true follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, I'm so thankful in my life that I have had friends that have led me closer to the Lord Jesus Christ. I think about today a man by the name of Bill Crane. Some of you have probably heard me talk about him before. I think I may have actually mentioned him on a podcast recently. Uh, Bill Crane is a man that I love, and Bill Crane is a man uh, that did so much for me in my life. Bill Crane recently passed away, and in his passing, it has caused me to really reflect on just how instrumental and just how, you know, just just how 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 good of a friend this man was to me in my life no matter how far down the road of sin and immorality and wickedness i traveled this man was always quick to call me on the phone and say hey zach williams what are you doing man what's going on in your life why are you acting like that have you thought about jesus lately how about me and you sit down for a conversation? How about let me remind you of, of the Jesus 
that you used to profess. How about you let me remind you of the Jesus of the Bible? And this man was always quick to lead me to the feet of Jesus. And finally, one day in 2009, I gave my life to Christ. And this is one of the first people I called on the phone to say, Hey, Brother Bill, thank you. Thank you for being a good friend to me. Thank you for never giving up on me. Thank you for leading me to Jesus not leading me away. That's the kind of friend I want to be. If I can be that kind of friend to you, please let me know. I want to do whatever I can to lead you closer to Jesus, not further away. Now, tomorrow's podcast, we're going to look deeper into this story and we're going to see what happens next. Because here's the thing. Yes, we see the, the need for good friends in the text, but but that's not really the, the, the real of the story, if you will. That's, that's not the, what, what we're trying to, to, to pull out of the story. It's a good application and it's something good to see. But tomorrow, we're going to see what really comes to pass in this story. And it is quite amazing. So I want to invite you to join me tomorrow. Thank you so much for joining me on New Horizons. It's the greatest joy of my heart to be able to do these podcast and radio ministry each and every day. I hope it's been a blessing. What kind of friend are you? Don't forget to be a good friend today and lead others to Jesus. God bless.